Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Empathy is Badass. Jokies, I am so excited. So, so, so excited <laughs> to be uh, my watch. I swear I thought I put everything on silent. I am so excited to be here today with all of you listening. It is a very gloomy day here in Arizona. The sun is out more times than it's not here, and so it's not all that often that we get these kind of like overcast, want to really stay inside and not go anywhere. If I had a fireplace, I'd probably be going, might throw it on the TV later. Anyway, I thought today would be a great day to record a podcast episode. And so, yes, here I am recording this podcast episode. Last week, I went to California for the first time in my entire life, and it was very exciting, and I had no idea what to expect at all. I don't know what I thought California was, but it was amazing. It was beautiful. We went to San Diego, and we stayed on La Jolla Beach, not on the beach. I'm obviously not from anywhere with a beach because, I mean, I guess you could stay on the beach Most people would probably refrain from doing that. Anyway, we were in the La Jolla Beach area, and I also saw my first wild seals and sea lions, which was by far one of the most enjoyable experiences of my entire life. They are so loud. They are just in, like, seal puddles everywhere. You can't tell what seal, sea lion, rock, everything is just a blur. And the only kind of not so fun part about that was people are idiots and I would compare it to like someone approaching a buffalo at a national park somewhere. There were people that were just like getting so close to these animals regardless of the signs and the lifeguards over the loudspeaker. So, you know, what are you going to do? Not everyone is respectful all the time and that's just life. In other fun San Diego news, I was closer to SeaWorld than I've ever been in my entire life, and in grade school, if you ask anyone that knew me, I wrote just about every single paper, gave every single presentation on very anti-SeaWorld sort of activities, and so while we did not get super close to SeaWorld, we were close enough to see the roller coaster, and I did flip the double bird, say a few choice words, and then let that weight go. I don't need to let SeaWorld <laughs> weigh me down anymore. I also went to the San Diego Zoo, which if you have not been to the San Diego Zoo, listen, I have not always been the biggest fan of zoos. I don't think that all zoos are done the best. I've seen some very sad looking animals in zoos, but the San Diego Zoo, what I love about it in particular is they do so much work with conservation, making sure that these species that are really struggling have a place to reproduce and thrive and try to get them off of endangered lists. And so there was just a lot of education that happened, which I love because, you know, like I said, zoos can kind of go either way. And so when you can tell that everyone there really cares and really wants what's best for the animals and 
saving the planet, honestly. Like these animals are a part of a much bigger ecosystem that we all need to survive. So if you're into conservation or animals or zoos, definitely check it out. There is bus transportation everywhere because it's huge. And they also have this really cool, I think they called it like the air tram or the sky tram. And it's basically just a little like Ferris wheel style capsule that you jump into. And then it takes you on like a line, like a cable car almost, except it's not enclosed. And that takes you from like the lowest part of the zoo to the highest part of the zoo. And it just gives you a crazy like bird's eye view of everything. And the weirdest situation happened to us on the Sky Tram. So earlier in the day when we were kind of just exploring, we kept running into this same older group of friends or older couple and they seemed to know everything about the zoo just seemed like the type of people that had been there a lot knew what was up probably knew all the animals by name and we heard one of the older ladies in the group mention something about a bear lion tiger hybrid that they were keeping somewhere at the zoo and when I overheard her I definitely thought that I misheard her because it just did not sound like something that could be real but when we went on this air tram sky tram thing and we got to the top there's a point when you can kind of stop and look just like off in the distance and they were building a new exhibit and when we looked over, I swear to you, we saw the strangest looking creature in this new exhibit they were building. It was about the size of a bear, but it had stripes. It had like a longer nose. It was just, it was acting like a bear, but it like it had the stripes of a tiger. It was, it felt like something straight out of Jurassic Park like looking at it just made us confused because it felt like it felt like it was something we weren't supposed to see it felt like we literally looked over into this area and just happened to get like a glimpse at something but I have like googled it I have looked for information out there on this creature and have not been able to find it so if you are local to San Diego if you work at the San Diego Zoo if you know something about this creature I need to know is it actually a bear lion tiger does that exist I've looked I've looked out there I can't find it on the internet and the internet has all the information <laughs> so please I'm begging you if you know something about this please help me so yeah, this zoo, it just was so hilly and beautiful. It kind of reminded me of the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo in Colorado Springs on steroids, just the way that it was really built into the environment. And you didn't feel like you were just walking through a zoo. You felt like you were in their habitat. There were hills everywhere. Some of the hills are insanity. Like they are steep. And it was kind of an interesting experience for me too because it was the first time on a trip or going out somewhere like some sort of activity attraction that I used my cane because I we had been walking a lot at the beach the day before and I knew that there was going to be a lot of walking involved at the zoo and so it was kind of nice because we took the bus tour around at first it was about 20 minutes and it kind of took you through the whole zoo gave you the layout showed you everything was which is awesome and then from there you kind of just walk wherever you want and see all the animals that you want and there was the option to rent a manual wheelchair an electric wheelchair and me being me and just being really stubborn and just kind of 
you know, I, I just wasn't ready yet. And so I decided to use my cane. And there's definitely a certain level of ego and pride that kind of takes over, at least for me when I'm in that situation. I don't like people looking at me. I don't really like you know, just, just glances. I just am not a fan. And I know that I can't control other people and it's starting to bother me less and less, but it was just a really eye-opening experience for me of, you know, if this is what my future continues to look like, while it can be really uncomfortable, it also proved to me how strong I am and how resilient I am. I went up stairs. I went up hill grades. My favorite part was there were signs on some of the hills going past exhibits that specifically said, you know, if you're in a wheelchair, if you have a cane, if you have any sort of physical impairment, this is going to be really hard for you. We don't recommend it. And I said, screw you signs, screw you physics. I'm doing it. And I did it. And I was so tired afterwards and could not feel my legs very much, but I was so proud of myself. And the only real kind of thing that happened that looking back now is really funny is there was a kid behind me walking and it started to rain and I kind of felt him like brush the back of my foot with his foot and I heard his mom say Billy or whatever the kid's name is that lady is going extremely slow so either you need to go extremely slow or you need to go around And in the moment, I will not lie, there was a small part of me that got a little bit spicy because in my mind, I'm like, you know, I don't feel like I'm going very extremely slow. I feel like I'm I'm hustling and bustling right now to each their own. But it was just so funny to me that this kid was so innocent and he like it's, it's just really interesting to me. Sometimes the things that I overhear because my ADHD senses are tingling and one of my superpowers is like tuning in to all conversations that are happening around me. And so I can like overhear people saying things or mentioning and kids say really funny stuff sometimes like, why are you using that? And it just makes me laugh at their innocence. But that was the first time that I had ever really been like rubbed the wrong way by something. And it just reminded me that people are always going to be people. This is my life, my journey. I have to do what's best for me. And so, you know, other people's words, I just have to let them go because I'm never going to be able to control other people. And background on the cane recently over the last few months, I've just been having some medical issues that I'm going through testing and treatment for. So the cane just helps me to get around, especially when I am walking long distance or doing a lot of activity. So moving on to the actual topic of today's episode. I can't believe that we finally got here and I feel like it didn't take me that long. I didn't, I didn't babble too much. It was just the seals and the zoo and also at the zoo really quick, the zoo also at the zoo, baby koalas joeys if you have never seen a baby koala before i'm holding my hand in the air right now to emphasize how cute they are nobody's here but me if you have never seen a baby koala before i encourage you to seek that out in your lifetime if you are a fan of small floofy things because i i have never been as blown away by the cuteness of something as i was with the baby koala if i i'm going to post a picture somewhere on instagram i'm going to post a picture on instagram at empathy is badass of this baby koala because you all deserve to see it. Now on to the actual topic of today's episode. We did it. Insert applause here. I Carly applause. (laughs) Or the noise when they're like, ooh. 
You know what I mean? (laughs) Anyway, in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you affirmations for anyone who suffers with anxiety or OCD. If you're battling either of those things or even just worry or stress, these affirmations are going to be really geared towards you because I have been having some anxiety, stress, worry lately. And Anxiety can come from all kinds of things. It can come from situations that are very real, like medical issues, financial troubles, relationship strain, or sometimes anxiety and stress and worry can come from thoughts that are in your head of worst case scenarios or past situations that have happened that you're kind of, you know, going over again and again and again. And so I know that for me, sometimes it's really easy to what I call like slip into the black hole. And the further you start to slip, it just gets harder and harder to climb out. And so when I feel myself start to slip into a place of anxiety, fear, being overwhelmed, and just not feeling like mentally well and happy and clear, I really try to actively get my mind back into the right place because I've worked really hard at my mental health and at my mental well-being and making sure that I'm very self-aware and emotionally intelligent and that I'm, you know, slowly starting to be able to notice these shifts in my own emotion or perspective or attitude and find ways to help myself back on the bright side of things. And so one way that I like to do that is by reciting or even just listening to affirmations. And if you've never tried affirmations before or never done them yourself, you might have heard of it. It's definitely a word that is trending right now in the wellness and self-love, mental well-being, et cetera, et cetera space. It goes along a lot with manifestation or the law of abundance or you might have even seen recently on TikTok or YouTube this trend that's going around called like the lucky girl effect or the lucky girl theory or something along those lines. And all of these buzzwords are really popular right now because there is a shift happening. People are starting to really care about their mental and emotional health and well-being. And while it's amazing to see that, I also totally understand that it can be overwhelming when you're kind of bombarded with all of these different people saying this will work for you or this has worked for me all you have to do is do this it's as simple as one two three abc like it's just never that easy and so it's hard to know who to trust you're like i want to better my mental health and have more stability in my mind and more control over my thoughts and be able to be more grounded but how do i know that any of these people know what they're talking about. You can put anything on the internet. Anybody can claim to be an expert in anything. And so how the heck do I figure out what is true? What is actually going to work for me? And for me, it's honestly been just a process of trying things. I have done several different types of therapy. I've tried things on my own, just the research online. I've done yoga, meditation, which I still do a lot of. I've watched motivational YouTube videos, self-help videos. I've read the books. I've done the worksheets. I have really focused over the last few years on my mental health because it's just the one thing that has always kind of been off track for me and I wanted to be in more control of my life. And so I just started trying all of these things and eventually found 
a really good set of systems and guidance and just different methods that work for me. And again, you know, just because something works for me doesn't mean that it's going to work for everyone. But I think that it is important to try new things because if something's not working for you now, if life is just really not going the way you want it to, if your mental health isn't doing very well, it can really only go up. And so when you're trying something as harmless as, you know, saying a sentence out loud or even just listening to a sentence, I guess my point is, what do you have to lose? And that's what I really had to convince myself of, too, is who cares if it's silly? Who cares what people think about? You don't have to tell anyone that you're doing it or that you've started, you know, using affirmations. You don't have to share that information with anyone. And the best part of affirmations is that you can do it just about anywhere. You can listen to them. You can recite them. If you're not comfortable reciting them, you can write them down while you're listening to it. Or you can just listen to the affirmations and absorb them that way. There's no right way to do it. And you don't have to share the journey with anyone. And eventually, if the affirmations are you know, having a positive impact in your life, then sure, of course, share this knowledge with someone. But for now, when you're first starting out, there's no reason to do this for anyone but you. So what are affirmations? I'm going to reference back to my affirmations for beginners blog post on empathyisbadass.com because there's a lot of good information on here. And I'm going to start off with the most basic B-word thing to do and give you the dictionary definition, which is that an affirmation is the act or process of affirming something or emotional support and encouragement. Now, my definition of quote unquote like doing affirmations is listening to and sometimes repeating if you feel comfortable or writing down positive, self-motivated phrases. And so to give you some background, affirmations can be as simple as saying to yourself, I am loved. I am worthy. And for some of you, I'm just going to say what you're already thinking. This is bullshit. Me telling myself that I am loved and I am worthy isn't going to change the way I feel. And I was definitely like 100% on the exact same thought train when I first heard of affirmations at all. The thought of standing in the mirror and looking at myself and having to look at my own reflection and say nice things literally terrified me. And it still does just a little bit. And I've learned that you do not have to stare directly into your own soul via the mirror, via your eyes, and say these things. You can be sitting anywhere. You can be outside with your eyes closed. You can be driving with your eyes open. Anywhere you want. It does not have to be that intense. So just know that I understand your hesitation. But I guess my thought process on affirmations is that I have not heard some of these things said out loud to me before. Everyone has different backgrounds and had a different childhood and some people grew up with a really loving and expressive and emotionally vulnerable family, whereas others might have grown up with a family that didn't really talk about emotions or didn't really talk about how they were really feeling or why they were feeling that way. It was just... You know, for some people, it is what it is. Life is hard. You know, that's just the way that it is. And so as an adult, when you 
get away from the circumstances of your childhood if you move away, if you meet new people. You just start to learn more about the world and you realize that one perspective is not the only perspective. But sometimes when you've been hearing the same mentality verbalized for so long, it kind of just creeps its way into your brain and becomes a part of the way you think. And so for me, affirmations have really helped me kind of backtrack and help me figure out what did I need to hear back then when I was hurting and no one was really able to get on that level with me? What do I need to hear now? Sometimes if it's too hard for you to think about saying nice things to yourself, you can think about hearing someone else say it to you. I don't really want to recommend that you envision saying it to someone else because while you can affirm someone else, that's totally fine. These affirmations are really meant for you to bring yourself up, to boost your own self-esteem, and to show yourself love. It's really easy to forget in today's world to take time to show yourself love. And affirmations have been a really great way for me to incorporate self-love just kind of into my daily routine instead of you know putting aside time for it and making it like a chore or an activity it's just become something that I incorporate because I know it helps me have a better mental headspace and it also really helps me if I am working towards a goal so let's say for instance if I have a job interview coming up I'm a little bit nervous because, you know, I haven't had an interview in a while or maybe my skills aren't what they really need to be for what the position requires, but I know that I'm still capable. And so I just need a way to give myself that self-confidence boost. And sure, you can go and talk to your friends and they can tell you how great you are. You can call your family and they can say, yes, of course you're going to get the job. But at the end of the day, what really kind of outweighs all of that is how you feel about yourself. And I also think it's important to talk about the distinction between self-love and just being conceited and really cocky. Because I think that for some people, when they think about loving themselves, they don't want to be vain or pompous, or they don't want to feel like they're, you know, actively thinking they're better than someone else. But What I like about affirmations specifically is that it's very much just about your own journey. It's about I am statements. I am confident. I am capable. It's less about other people and more just about your internal existence and self-growth and self-worth. And you can be confident without being conceited. You can love yourself and respect yourself without being arrogant or thinking you're better than anyone else. When I recite affirmations, it helps remind me of my core values, my kind of like my moral compass and any just goals that I have. It can also help me when I'm kind of in like a negative thought spiral and everything is just getting worse and worse and worse saying, you know, even just five affirmations is sometimes enough to just flip that switch in my mind and get me back on the path of joy and happiness instead of 
just like self-deprecation because it's so easy to fall into those self-deprecation patterns of just never being good enough and not liking the way you look or what you do. And so it's just so important to really be in touch with how you feel about yourself and make an effort to have have a high value of yourself, have high respect and really value what you bring to the table and all the best parts of yourself. Affirmations are by no means magic spells. You can't just say the thing one time and then it is so. Like, <laughs> I, you know, it would be nice if it worked that way, I guess, but it just doesn't. And so you have to have a little bit of commitment to the process. It's, you know, you can't just expect to go into the bathroom today and say, I love myself three times and then you click your heels together and all of a sudden all of your insecurities and self-doubt poof vanished doesn't work like that and so it's it's important to know that going into it because it's important to have realistic expectations because when you have realistic expectations there's a higher chance that you're going to be satisfied with your result and not be you know, underwhelmed with what happens because you have these really, really high hopes that are kind of unattainable. Just remember to be patient with yourself. It's probably going to be a little bit uncomfortable at first. If you've never taken the time to be kind to yourself or if you've never really heard kind things about yourself from, you know, other people or people that were supposed to show you love growing up, this is going to be difficult. It's not going to be very fun. And on top of that, this episode specifically is for affirmations for, you know, if you're struggling with anxiety or OCD. And so if you already have that kind of anxiety going on, this might be a difficult process. And so just remember to be gentle with yourself, be patient. You can do this, even if it's just little by little, you know, once every three days, once a week, whatever it takes, just try it out. If you give it some time and it doesn't work, then that's okay. Nothing is going to work for everyone, but trying one thing today is more than you did yesterday. So, on to our affirmations. How I'm going to do this is I'm going to read every affirmation that I have, and then I'm going to leave a brief pause and repeat the affirmation one more time. You can either recite the affirmation after the first time I say it, or wait for me to say it twice and then recite it, or you don't have to recite it at all. You can just listen to me say all of the affirmations. You can replay this part in the episode. The affirmations are going to start at exactly 25 minutes in, so if you want to listen again, just skip right to 25 minutes and you'll be right to the affirmations. I'm going to kind of bring in the peaceful jams right about now. We're going to get comfy cozy and we're gonna love ourselves today and by love ourselves i mean via affirmations or however else you show yourself love that is none of my business so if you're ready if you are able you can close your eyes or you can keep your eyes open if you're driving or doing anything along those lines operating heavy machinery for some reason please keep your eyes open and we are going to start with our breathing. So my favorite way to begin any sort of 
meditation, affirmation exercise, anything where I'm really wanting to bring my focus inward is I take three seconds of breath in and then four seconds of breath out. So in for one, two, three, out for one, two, three, four. In breath for four, one, two, three, four. Breathe out for five, one, two, three, four, five. And I usually stay in about that pattern of breathing in for four seconds and breathing out for five, but you can continue that same pattern, breathing in for five, out for six, or whatever suits you best just until you're in a really comfortable state of breathing and state of mind. And just be aware that, you know, emotions might surface when you're listening to these affirmations or if you're reciting them, and that's okay. If you've never heard some of these things before, and especially if you've never said them out loud to yourself, it could make you feel some sort of way, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just go with the feeling try to think about why you might be feeling that way and see what kind of perspective you can find from it. Without further ado, here are the affirmations for anxiety and OCD. I am okay with uncertainty. I am okay with uncertainty. I will accept imperfection. I will accept imperfection. I can choose to refocus my attention to a mindful activity. I can choose to refocus my attention to a mindful activity. I am allowed to feel peace. I am allowed to feel peace. I love and respect my body and mind. I love and respect my body and mind. I am not a prisoner to my thoughts. I am not a prisoner to my thoughts. Asking for help redirecting my thoughts is a sign of self-awareness and emotional intelligence. Asking for help redirecting my thoughts is a sign of self-awareness and emotional intelligence. I am strong enough to sit with the unknown. I am strong enough to sit with the unknown. I can take things one step at a time. I can take things one step at a time. My intrusive thoughts do not define me. My intrusive thoughts do not define me. I am safe. 
safe. I am allowed to release my worries. I am allowed to release my worries. It's okay if I make mistakes. It's okay if I make mistakes. I can control my breathing. I can control my breathing. I trust myself to make wise decisions. I trust myself to make wise decisions. I release my guilt and let go of any regret. I release my guilt and let go of any regret. I can choose what to think about. I can choose what to think about. If I don't feed the intrusive thought, it will pass. If I don't feed the intrusive thought, it will pass. I don't fear people's judgment. I don't fear people's judgment. I am allowed to say no. I am allowed to say no. My feelings are valid. My feelings are valid. I am a beautiful person inside and out. I am a beautiful person inside and out. I am excited for what can go right. I am excited for what can go right. I am doing the best that I can right now. I am doing the best that I can right now. This feeling is not forever or constant. This feeling is not forever or constant. I am enough. I am enough. I choose to release the past. I choose to release the past. I am so thankful for today. I am so thankful for today. I am calm and mindful. I am calm and mindful. I am worthy. I am worthy. Okay, if you are relaxing or if you have your eyes closed, kind of 
gently bring yourself back to reality. Thank you so much if you got through all of those affirmations. I am so proud of you for trying something different today, for trying something new, or at least for trying some new affirmations if you've already been doing affirmations. It's awesome. I'm just so thankful to be able to share some of the tools that have worked for me with you all. I know that it's not easy to trust the information that you get on the internet or really anywhere these days, and so I really try to be transparent that I'm not an expert. Nobody knows anything, but you know, I don't know any more than anyone else. All I know is that these are some of the things that have worked for me. They've had a really positive impact on my life. And so I'm hopeful that just by sharing them and putting them out there, that they're able to positively impact someone else's life as well. And, you know, again, remind yourself that if this felt awkward today, that's okay if you felt feelings today. That's okay too. It's going to get easier as time goes on as you slowly start to address where those feelings come from in the first place and why this is still the way that you feel right now. You'll be able to, you know, tune in your gears even more to the goals that you want to set in the future for your personal growth or, you know, your life or anything that you want. You are able to create any life that you wish to have. There are literally no limitations. Nothing is real. Everything is all just made up. Somebody just made a rule one day and then a bunch of other people went with it. If at first you don't succeed, try and try again. If one thing doesn't work for you, don't stop there. There's always going to be new information to be learned and new perspectives to be gained. So. Please just don't give up. Your mental well-being is so, so worth it. It's a tool that you can take with you in all aspects of your life. Affirmations, mindfulness, self-confidence, self-love. It's great for your career. It's great for relationships. Being emotionally intelligent is so hot right now. Like, it's it's trending, you know? So, like, if you're, if you're looking to trend, this is the place to be, baby. Kindness, compassion, empathy. It's coming back. I feel it, right? Let's do it. Woo! Compassion is cool. You heard it here first, and especially compassion for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the blog post on empathyisbadass.com. It is rough. I wrote it a very long time ago. Definitely has a few typos, so I apologize, but I've really been working hard on the podcast because I know that, at least for me, it's always easier to listen to something or watch something as opposed to reading it. So the blog article does have a couple really awesome TED Talk YouTube videos embedded into it, but please just be kind to me with my typos. I've had so many things on my mind. You can check us out on Redbubble, Etsy, Instagram, Pinterest, at Empathy is Badass. The podcast, I think, at this point is available across all sorts of platforms. And as always, if you got anything out of this episode, have anything you want to say, have anything you want me to talk about, please feel free to leave a comment on the episode. Or you can always reach out at empathyisbadass at gmail.com. I love you all so much. I am so thankful always to anyone who listens it gives me purpose it gives me a reason to stay motivated and i just feel really good i feel like there is a good wind a blowing in all of our directions and we're all just gonna gust into the happiness cloud together that sounds nice right a happiness cloud maybe it's made of cotton candy all you can eat probably get a little stomach anyway 
look out for another new episode at the end of this week. I'd really like to try to start releasing two episodes a week, like I initially promised way back in the day. But, you know, we're all a work in progress. So thank you guys so much for listening. I also forgot to mention that on our Instagram page this week, at Empathy is Badass, we're doing an affirmation a day. So if you're just really having a hankering for more affirmations, check out the Instagram page, like a picture if you feel so inclined, and throw a little comment on there if any of the affirmations resonated and really hit home for you. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been Alyssa on Empathy is badass.